to the lab. My name is Kate Holiday, and I'm here with Ryan Rivers. On this show, we like to dig in and dissect to a wide variety of topics. You guys can catch us on iTunes. We try to upload every single weekend. Uh, and then over on WRMI on Shortwave, if you guys listen in over there, send us an email. We'll send you a QSL card uh, in the mail. And uh, our email is theweeklylab at gmail.com. That's how you can get a hold of us. Topic suggestions, comments, concerns, questions, inquiries, anything y'all want to know about, that's how to get in touch with us. You covered it all. Yeah, I tried. Um, so this week, I, well, what did we talk about last week? We talked about investing. Oh, yeah. And it wasn't the best advice, but it wasn't the worst. We didn't have time to get into the nitty-gritty. Um, I think I think it would have gotten sloppy if we got into the nitty-gritty because I don't know anything about it, so it would have been the Ryan Rivers show. Well, there you go. Which, I mean, it wouldn't be so bad, but... Well, thanks. I appreciate that. Yeah. Update on my stuff, though. We made a bunch of different changes. My stuff got switched over to that new investing company. Yeah. Um, and Ryan over here purchased me some stocks, put my money into other things. Yeah. So we'll uh, sit back and take the beating. Say, and it's gone <laughs> when it all goes away. No, just kidding. Hopefully the turnaround will be good and I'll be on my way on the ups. Yeah. We'll see. So did you guys take any of our advice? Our thoughts last week, if you did, send us an email. We'd like to hear about it um, and see how that's going for you. Like Ryan said, we're not professionals, so if it tanks, you can't sue us. No, just hang in there. It'll come back. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it's only money. Right. Um, so we are now in the third week of November? No, second week. Oh, and also, if you hear a bird in the background, there's like a hawk or something outside squawking. Yeah, because it's uh, unusually hot for this time of the year. Yeah, it's like 60 degrees outside, and it feels like it's sweltering for yeah. some reason. We are indeed in the third week of November, here on the 21st of November. Third, okay. So, next week... Right, we have uh, we have Thanksgiving right around the corner. Correct. Or do we? Well, we do. As or per do we? As per the calendar, that's what it says. Um... But we thought we would go back, I think, to um, the middle of August. I think it was like the 19th or something that we posted this episode. It was called like the Predicting Lab, I believe. Yep. And Ryan and I talked because at the beginning of the year when COVID started, we we're like, ah, I give it two weeks and the news will be on to the next drama. Here we are in November, 11 months later, and we're still talking about it. So in August, we had a discussion on um, what are the holidays going to look like if COVID's still around? Like, how is it going to affect... The holidays, spending time with your family, how friends. Will it, how will it uh, affect your loved ones, and what are your treatment options? Correct. Yeah. So we made some predictions, um, and for the most part, I think we're pretty spot on for what people are recommending as far as like CDC guidance and things like that, which is extremely annoying and depressing. And now, this episode is called the Overkill Lab, and we're not trying to undermine the severity of COVID. We know that people pass away from it and people get really sick and things like that. So in no way are we like mocking or trying to be disrespectful. But I think some of the things that they're recommending, I was laughing. Yeah. I, I mean, I can't take it serious. It's been going on for so long. And I think to some extent, there are certain people mm -hmm. that should take it serious. But like just the things like I'll read some of these to you, Ryan, and I'm sure you're going to be like, well, the survival rate for all age groups is 99 plus percent. Right. But nobody's mentioning that. So with that being said, let's take a look at some of these uh, suggestions, I guess, for enjoying your holiday. Or if 
you know, if you can enjoy it after this. Yeah. So I've got Thanksgiving, Christmas, uh-huh. and New Year's, and then overall guidance. Oh, what, wow. So, and I pulled these from a couple different places um, because I wanted to see what the CDC is recommending, which is the Center for Disease Control. Yep. Um, and then also specific events that tie into each of these holidays. Like, are they happening? And if so, how? Because there are certain things that you look forward to on each of these holidays. At least I do. Traditions. Things like that. Traditions. Yeah. So for Thanksgiving, of course, the number one recommendation is don't get together with anybody outside of your immediate family who lives in your household. Well, that's lame. So even if your grandma lives next door, they're saying don't go hang out with your granny. Can't even see your mima on Thanksgiving is what they're recommending. Can you Skype her? She yeah. ain't going to know how to work Skype. If she, if she does, that's what they're recommending. They're saying if at all possible, celebrate virtually. Can you go over the day before and hook her computer up for her and get the webcam going and all that stuff? That is okay. So what's the difference if you going over there the day before versus on the day of the <laughs> event? Right. Yeah, no. I mean, I'm sure they would still say stay away from her because she's an age risk where it's higher. What if she's a young grandmother? I mean, you do you. And that's what I'm saying. Like, everybody take it with a grain of salt and everybody's going to do what they're going to do. So, but this is just what they're recommending. So they're saying, you know, don't travel. And there was like a list of a bunch of things. If you answered yes to any of them, they're like, consider not traveling. And it was like, literally anything, anything you could think of. Because how do you know? And I know my phone has been pinging me to do that thing where it says like, oh, we'll tell you if you were in contact with somebody who's positive. I'm like, uh, no. Like, that's HIPAA, first of all, and I don't want to know. Like, Well, they're not going to give you the name. Well, no, but it's just like I... But you can narrow it down if you really wanted to. Right. Yeah. So I just find it weird. I just keep ignoring it every single time. Um, But this is the one that kills me. They're like, if you're going to absolutely put your foot down and have a social gathering, they say, um, try to do it outdoors. Okay. Open your windows for fresh air. So depending on where you live, if we lived in Alaska still or like upstate Minnesota, I wouldn't be cracking no windows just to have Thanksgiving. I'd be like, nah, I'm just going to keep these closed. And if you want to come over, come over. If not, don't. You know what I mean? Just saying. That's how I look at it. Um, They say minimize the amount of guests you have. Socially distance six or more feet. Who has a table that's like 24 by 24 feet? A king in a castle. Right, so you can have, like, six feet in between each of your guests. Or, like, literally someone's going to be eating in this office. Someone will be eating in the... Everybody like, go to your own rooms with your plates. Yeah, and we'll just, like, do a teleconference. We'll text. It's like, what? Um, they said, minimize contact time. So they said, keep your event less than 15 minutes. <laughs> uh, no. It takes me that long to make my plate. Right. Uh, uh, yeah. Um, and then... So they're You're going to have a lot of people choking because people are going to be trying to eat super quick. Yeah. And I'm going to be like, I got to finish my turkey so that I can have my pecan pie. Right. And I'm going to start swallowing it whole. And you only have 15 minutes. And then I'm going to aspirate and the EMS is going to show up and they're going to be like, how many people do you have in there? Yeah. Well, we don't have enough room for the paramedics to come in and keep six feet. All right. Wh- okay. We're out of here. Yeah. Just sign this refusal of care because we know? literally and can't here come I in. am choking. holding my. I mean, I can just see it. Yeah. Right. Uh, um, and this is the one that kills me. They're like, if you're going to invite guests over, it doesn't matter who they are. If they are not in your household, like immediate household, they're recommending that you go over a plan on how people should act in your house to include not interacting with your pets, which there's no scientific evidence. They say, yes, it did come from a bat, so it came from an animal, but there is no scientific evidence that this virus can infect your animals. They're at a higher risk. They pose a risk to people, but they're saying don't let them interact with your pets. Okay, so last week there was a study, a, um, a study that came out in, I think it was Spain, mm-hmm. 
and they did some research and they surveyed I think a thousand people and they found that those people that are uh, pet owners specifically mm-hmm. dogs yeah dog owners have a higher likelihood of contracting COVID or being COVID patients okay they didn't say anything like they die or anything like that it's just they have a higher um, they're in the higher category for having the virus um as like, like you just said, there's no evidence that says it's the dog itself, but instead people are thinking it's because they go out. I'm off work. I'm going to walk my dog and I'm going to go out and mingle and I'm going to see other people. Like I'm yeah. going to go out and do something rather than sit in my house and become depressed. Yeah. Cause literally now that I think about it, like neighborhood dog parks, I haven't heard anything about them getting shut down. And the one that I pass to and from work every day, normal times when it's packed, it's packed. Yeah. So, I mean, everyone's still... They're outside, like the CDC says, to have your Thanksgiving. Right. So, I mean, it just, it's it's a reason for you to socialize. So, don't pet somebody's dog if you go to their house. Yeah. That's Um, just torture for the dog. Which I haven't heard of this. The CDC is now recommending that you wear a mask with two or more layers, Mm. which I didn't know that was a thing. I know that they don't hinder your oxygen level because they've shown like surgeons and doctors like putting on so many surgical masks and their SpO2, which is their oxygen level in their blood, Mm. is normal. So it doesn't affect anything, but I hadn't heard that yet. Um, and then it also says if you're inviting people into your house, recommend that they bring their own food, drinks, cups, plates, and utensils. So you're telling me you have to bring an entire shopping bag full of plates, cups, utensils. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, why would you even have them over? Like, just literally do it virtually then if you're going to make them bring their own food, own drinks, and all the, like, dishes. Everybody bring your own turkey, your own stuffing, your own dressing, Literally everything. Sauce, gravy, mashed potatoes. And I'm going to bring my own plate. What's the point of that? Because you avoid content or contact. How so? so? Like there's, is, there isn't one person cutting your turkey and then putting it on your plate and then you eat off the plate and then you put it in their sink and then they have to wash it and it's just like passing it around, I guess. Because they were saying too, if you're going to serve food, have one person serving the food. And then use disposable plates, cups, and, like, for condiments and things, they said use, like, one-time use. So, like, little packets of things. So you can just throw it away. So that not everybody's touching the same bottle of salad dressing or, like, the same thing of gravy or whatever. Like, serving spoons, you know, that you normally put on the table. Yeah. I just thought that was ridiculous. To me, that doesn't make any sense because, like, I just feel if I'm going to have my plate, my fork, my everything, when I'm done with it, I'm going to go put it in the dishwasher. Yeah. It's not going to leave the dishwasher. Well, that's why they're saying meet with your guests and tell them etiquette for when they come in your house. You're like, don't touch my stuff. Don't touch my dog. Don't touch my kid. Don't touch my handrails. Like, what do they think happens? Like, when people get done with their stuff, they, like, throw it against the wall and it shatters and, like, and it spreads (laughs) whatever germs you... Like, am I going to go, like, rub my plate on somebody's head that's sitting next to me? Like, Like, I have no idea. They act like people are just completely stupid. And some people act like that, but, like, when it comes to, like, how to handle your plate when you're done eating, like, dude, this isn't preschool. It's just common household etiquette. I don't know. But those are just some of the things that recommending because thanksgiving is a huge like food holiday right so everyone's eating drinking whatever um but the biggest thing to me and the biggest tradition that i enjoy whenever i can when now we don't have cable but i always try and find a way to watch it was the macy's thanksgiving day parade okay um and normally they walk down like two and a half miles in new york and there's thousands of people watching. They stop. They have performers, bands, like yeah, dancers, I never cared for concerts, the music. I all that kind of stuff. I would rather just see the floats go by. Right. So this year, uh. they're not walking in New York. They're basically finding a way to film over the course of three days the floats, the performances, things like that, and then air it. 
Oh, wow, that's cool. There's not going to be anybody in <laughs> New York. You can't go watch the parade. You're, Who wants to watch a pre-recorded, segmented parade? Like, just Right, you're supposed to watch it live so that you can actually... Put on a TV show. Enjoy it. You know, they film those over the course of a few days. Yeah, so it says... Um, so are they still having, like, the cheerleaders and the bands and all that stuff? Because those people ain't six feet apart because well, they throw people in the air. Let's risk... I, I went to the Macy's website to see what they're doing. So these are the things that they are and are not doing. So the traditional two-and-a-half-mile parade route will not be utilized this year. The only way to view it is on television. All participants, staff, and performers will be tested for COVID-19 and undergo wellness checks prior to the parade participation. So okay. they are still having performances. All participants will be appropriately socially distanced during staging and performances, required to wear face coverings, and additional personnel will wear protective protocols. Uh, and they'll be implemented based on the participants' role. So you're telling me that everybody that's going to be in the band is going to have a, a face mask on with a, like a slit cut so that they can stick their mouthpiece through? Something. I'm pretty sure they're getting inventive with these. So the overall number of participants have been reduced by approximately 88%. Oh, this is just and perfect. And split over three days. No participant in the parade is under 18 years of age. So they don't have high school bands, I'm assuming. Well, I don't know good. why that matters. Um, and then the majority of parade participants hail from the New York tri-state area. So they're from local areas. Huh. So they're not having bands come in from like across the country and things so like that. So they're getting these people tested, not realizing that they can still have it in their system and test negative. Right. And then they're going to, okay. Yeah, because the tests aren't 100% accurate. So, and also like the floats are normally manned by like 80 to 100 people, depending on the size. They're not even having people do the floats. They're engine like engineering something with a vehicle. What? Yeah. Who's going to walk the uh, giant nutcracker? You can't well, even see his nuts. They <laughs> must have blown, blown away. away. But seriously, like, they're literally just going to have, like, it's going to be like the Christmas channel we turn on. It has music, and it's just like a shot of a Christmas tree just sitting there doing nothing. Like, that's what it's going to be. The flow's just going to be chilling. Now, how do you, can you, um, can I don't you let our listeners know how to see, uh, how to be sure that your Christmas tree doesn't have COVID? Because um, it is a living thing, so we want to make sure that... Don't if, touch it. If you're going to go buy a Christmas tree, if, like in a lot, and it's been, already been chopped, how do you make sure that your Christmas tree is indeed COVID-free? Can you test the sap? Like You must get one of those like $140 take-home tests from CVS or mm-hmm. something. You go and just like rub it somewhere on the tree. Anywhere. And then put it in, and then send it back. Oh, okay. And they'll get you test results which within three days. Interesting. And they'll say, your blue pine tree is positive. Ooh, that's not good. Isolate for 10 days. Now, can a tree transfer it to a person? Yes. It can. I mean, it's an inanimate object. Well. But see, there's no real science about that either, about how long it lasts on surfaces and things. But I would assume, yes. All right. Thanks. Yeah, Yeah, you're welcome. I hope that helped. Uh, Moving on to Christmas, quickly. Um, The biggest thing with Christmas is there's not going to be any, like, lighting festivals, like tree lightings. Um, there's world renowned ones in like LA and New York and things like that, where they do lighting ceremonies. They're not going to have that. Um, the Rose Parade, which is a Christmas thing. Now listen to this. The Rose Parade has been canceled and this is the first time since World War II that it has been canceled. This would have been the 132nd parade consecutive. Is that a bit of an overreaction? I would say so. Overkill, if you will. Overkill, if you will. Like, at least Macy's went out of their way to continue the tradition, which the Macy's Day Parade, I read, had only been canceled two or three other times in history, but this is the very first time the Rose Parade's going to be canceled since World War II. Hmm. What is tradition to And it would have been the what, the what anniversary? 
the 132nd anniversary. Or the parade itself. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Not. Huh. Yeah. Well, um, you know, at this point, people are just making decisions on a whim. Yeah. And they are, um, you know, severely restricting people's freedoms. So. Right. And it doesn't surprise me that they're doing this. And the other thing is pictures with Santa Claus. Can't do that. Like, and it's weird because I went to, I don't know if I should admit this because I sh- wasn't supposed to go, but I went to the local mall the other day and they had the Santa Claus chair set up in like the little caged in area where you go in. But it's like, okay, let me ask you this. How many parents legitimately want a picture of their kid sitting on Santa's lap when they both have a mask on? <laughs> like you can't see your kid's smile. You can't see like your kid interacting with Santa. It's just you literally can see their eyes. Yeah, I think this is, yeah. I, yep. I mean, I don't know. I'm sure parents want to remember the moment, but it's like, I don't think they're going to let you sit on Santa's lap. Like, he's, I, and I pictured this in my head. He's probably going to be sitting there, and they have, like, a phone, and you pick it up from, like, six feet away, and your kid's oh, like, you I want a pony. Yeah. You know? It'll and then like, you take a picture of them, like, six feet away. They could do it, like, in prison, where they have plexiglass up, and they sit across from each other. Yeah. Because plexiglass I, stops the virus. We know that. We do know that. You go to a cash register, and there's just, like, a, a piece of you know, plexiglass right in front of you. Yeah. And it, the virus cannot go around it, and it cannot go, go over it or under it. No. And the money I hand them, the, the virus won't be on that. Yeah, you can't go in the cracks yeah. where the little, like, hinges are. That's Not like at all. That's like a half-inch gap. Not at all. Cannot. Um, they should have a plexiglass float in one of the parades. They should. I mean, that seems pretty feasible at this point, and it would be a major float because it's just... This is an overreaction. I would say so. Um, and the last one... Mm to get into it is new year's and you think about new year's like everyone wants to have a big bash like a party get together not us because we're like old people but that's like the thing you think of new year's is like drinking hanging out with your friends and watching the ball drop is like what i associate new year's with Mm -hmm. which i don't do any of that stuff anymore but um so you know about the ball drop in times square right like usually thousands of people go there they have like concerts up until midnight when they drop the ball in times square um so, <laughs> this is the first time in 114 years that it's going to be all virtual. A virtual ball dropping. There's literally, like, usually thousands of people in the crowd, and you can hear them counting from, like, 20, whatever, blah, 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 like, down. And everyone's cheering, and, like, it's, like, such a big event. It's going to be dead silent, and literally the ball is going to drop, and you're going to be at home like, yay! Yeah. Yay, you did good. And they even have, like, a host... They have everything still. Like, it's a real thing. There's just not going to be anybody there for the first time in 114 years. See, I mean, I've it's easy to do still on, like, a parade because it doesn't really take people. It literally just takes, like, the guy in the booth hitting the thing to make the ball well, drop. Yeah, but, but, I mean, at the same time, you're robbing people of their freedoms to go do these things. And, like, my perspective on it is if you feel like you're at risk and you're worried then stay home, follow these guidelines. But for the rest of the world, like, they should be able to live their life. Right. Because we saw all this crap with Ebola. We saw it was swine flu. Uh, Bird flu. All that. Avian. H1N1. Yep. Every single one of them. And then this one, I feel like it's honestly just because there was an election this year that they have kept this thing going because nobody's talking about the survival rate. Yeah. Everybody's like, oh, we have more cases. And it's like, how many of them are actually sick? Right. Crickets. You never hear anything about that. Right. I know where I work, there have been positive people that have absolutely no symptoms. Nope. The news is making it sound like you're going to end up on a ventilator. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, so if these people are healthy and they catch it and they're contracting it to others who are healthy and they made the decision to go out and do their own thing, then... That's what I'm saying. Be 
move on with your own life and let me live mine. Right. Be an adult and make an educated decision. If it's not for you, don't do it. And if you don't care, go for it. Like, there's no reason, because, like, I saw something that kind of struck home with me was before you cancel your holidays, because I know some state governors are saying, like, no Thanksgiving, no family gatherings. Like, it's a state law right now. Just think about the fact that if you live next to your relatives, like, let's say your grandma, grandpa, aunt, uncle, whoever, and they're elderly, that might be your last time to spend a holiday with them. And you know you're COVID negative or whatever, and you want to make the decision to go spend time with them because they're older or they're sick already or whatever it is. That might be your last chance, and you're just not going to do it. I'm not saying go do it, but, I mean, do the right thing for you and your family. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, don't be afraid because of the news, basically, yeah, I don't is need what to I'm watch saying. the news because they don't report the real stuff anyway. Right. Because I found a survey, too, that they conducted um, of a 1,000 people. Um And these are some of the results, like how they're looking at the holidays. Mm -hmm. So we'll just go through a couple of these. Um, 37% said they would not be gathering with their family for holidays due to COVID. Cool. Stay home. Right. Uh, 40% said they feel the most comfortable having all the family members wear masks at holiday gatherings. All right. Then do that. Okay. Millennials are the most likely to want family members to wear masks at 42% and to get tested prior to a gathering at 41%. Okay, so if I'm going to somebody's house and they tell me that's the requirement, it's my decision if I want to go through with that or if I say, you know what, I'm not coming. Yeah, sorry, I, it's inconvenient and I'd just rather chill at home, whatever. Right. So therefore, like each of these each of these categories, like it gives the person the, the, option. the option to either say, yeah, I'll do that or no, pass. Not right. this other stuff where it's like they're shoving this down your throat and taking away your decision You're right, essentially, to spend time with your family. Uh, Baby boomers are the most likely to only feel comfortable with a virtual family gathering this year at 30%, -hmm. which is fine. Sit down and chow food on Skype. Doesn't matter. 32% say they feel pressured from family to socialize or travel this holiday season, mostly coming from parents, which they said 61%, or children at 52%. Hmm. And then one in four people said they aren't comfortable having a uh, holiday gathering this year. They don't have one. One in four. I feel like that's a lot, though. I don't know the age range of these people that they talk to, but it's like, what are you so scared of? The news? What they said? COVID. End up on a ventilator. Uh, and then 29% of the respondents said they haven't even considered their holiday plans. Hmm. Like, which I feel like is us. I mean, we know we're not going to have people over just because that's who we are. And if people are too afraid to interact with my dogs, you're not coming to my house. Yeah. So, <laughs> bottom line. But, I just feel like one in four people out of a thousand people don't want to have holiday gatherings, which I feel like they normally would is what that's telling me. And they're too afraid to do it. Well, ultimately, like I said, I think it should just be their choice. And I know that a lot of like um, local police departments and like at the county level, like the sheriff departments in multiple states have already made the statement like we're not going to enforce any laws like this. So right. if the governor says you can't do this, we're not going to hold hold anybody accountable to it. I don't see how it's even possible, to be honest. Look, what are you going to do? Go door to door and that's, say... That's the only way. What are you guys doing in here? You having Thanksgiving? No, we're watching a movie. Oh, okay. Two, uh, yeah, right. And then two, you open the door and you see a bunch of people. How do you know they don't all live at that house? Yeah. Exactly. How what are you, you going to do? How are you going to prove? Like, you can't say, let me see some ID. That doesn't tell you anything. Yeah. Like, my address on my ID is from Alaska. See? Clearly, I don't live in Alaska. You traveled for Thanksgiving, <gasps> didn't you? I, yeah, totally. But I don't understand. Keep in mind, these are the same people that say are saying this, and then they're the ones that are setting the streets on fire in large gatherings. 
without masks. So, just yeah. saying Priorities, that, man. Just throwing that out there so everybody knows. And if your family's a priority, do you. Right. Make it happen. Uh, do what you need to do. If you really want to see somebody and let's say they are sick or at high risk and, you know, there's things that have been put in motion where you can get COVID tested for free, like go get a COVID test. That way you know you're negative. You can hang out with your meemaw. Maybe. You know? Like there's ways around it. I just think that people take it to such an overkill extent. An overreaction overkill. Yeah. Over. Over. Mm-hmm. Say over when you're done talking. So oh, I you're done. My bad. Yeah. But yeah. I just, I mean, we're simple, so just keep that in mind, guys. We're kind of, I mean, it's not that we're biased, but, like, we just, we don't live around our family, one. Two, I'm kind of over it because it's been a year of this stuff, too. So, right. like, just the whole mentioning of this and then, it would I mean, be this started back in the summer where they were talking about canceling Christmas and everything. So, that just tells me that they didn't really even care what the results were going to be as the day got closer. It they was pre They were already planning this. Yeah. Like, you had to have known that the Macy's Day Parade wasn't going to happen the way it normally would months ago because that's such a big planning thing. Like, you you all knew it was going to happen. And, like, the effects that it has on the economy where it's just, like, people are losing their businesses and stuff mm-hmm. because they're making them shut down, yet large corporations can stay open. Like, it, it's just They're all, essential. It's very, very sketchy. And yeah. in my opinion, I would be more likely to contract COVID going to a large store mm-hmm. versus the little, you know, stored in downtown, small town that yeah, is owned like by an old couple. Owned. Like, you know. Right. But, hey, whatever. What do I know? Yeah. I mean, I do appreciate the fact that people are taking, like, steps to mitigate it, you know, like cleaning down things. Like, I went to the mall the other day, like I said, and... Um, I was in a store and between customers, they like literally came around and wiped the counter and like wiped the credit card machine and stuff. And it's like, sure, you guys are doing your part. Like I get it. But two is like we said, it's just, if, if I was invited to somebody's Thanksgiving thing and they said, well, you have to wear a mask, you have to do this, you have to bring your own fork and knife. I'd be like, <laughs> pass. I'd bring a plastic one. That way I can just break it when I get over there. Just like, ah! But no, it's like, like, you know, like as soon as you use a plastic knife, it like breaks on you. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I wouldn't show up in a rage and break it in front of people. That would oh. just be weird. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like something I would do. Well, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it would just be a turnoff. I'd be like, I'm not going. Yeah. You know what I mean? Immediately. Because it's just like, I don't, I hate wearing a mask. I do it because I don't want to disrespect people, but I'm like, frick. Like, you know? Anyway. I just want to enjoy the holidays. Is that so wrong of me? No. I Tell us your so. plans. The weekly lab at gmail.com. And uh, we will hopefully not be talking about this next week. Because when do they when do they certify this election? I don't know. Oh, I don't know what the cutoff wow. date is. Yeah, sometime. Yeah, I we they may sh- be talking about this next week. It may <laughs> get uh, it may get stupid again. Yeah. So tune in next week, and uh, we'll see how it all plays out.